Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Well, I guess it's like the Disney Drive Time, right? So people are listening to it in the morning. It's as drive, they drive to That's work. when everyone listens. Is okay. In the morning. First thing, because they're so excited that it's there. That's right. They wait. They check their inbox. They see that the podcast has been loaded, and then they listen to us. Very exciting for them. Yes, it is. All right. Let's start with the Disney Parks blog. PhotoPass and Snapchat have teamed up. That's right. They have created some specific Snapchat lenses that are available only in the park. Uh, and the first two are Mickey and Minnie. Um, they are available at the Walt Disney World Resort. And you can... Oh, but to celebrate the launch, you can try them at home until June 3rd. Oh, fun. Huh. So yeah, if you go, you can find the Mickey and Minnie Mouse lenses at the new Disney PhotoPass Snapchat profile. Hmm. I don't know how to do that. The so check are, that. We'll have to have the kids the show kids us will out. show us. Yeah. <laughs> All right, in Disneyland, uh, the Disneyland Hotel is opening on July 2nd. Very exciting news. That is uh, the oldest hotel on the Disneyland property. Uh, and Cheryl's right. They will be reopening July 2nd. However, they will be opening with limited capacity. Uh, it is a landmark AAA Four Diamond Hotel. And uh, there's touches of pixie dust and hidden Mickeys all over that resort. Very nice. Uh, over in Disney World... At Fantasia Gardens, which is a mini golf course, they are celebrating 25 years. That's right. It is actually two mini golf courses. Fantasia Gardens is consisted of Fantasia Gardens and Fantasia Fairways. Uh, Fantasia Fairways is like a small-scale golf with actual hazards. And Fantasia Gardens is the traditional mini golf slash putt-putt. I don't know what other names they call them. Um, but, uh, you know, the windmills mm-hmm. and the characters that's and the, trying that's to hit That's the one I like. Oil. Tony's always trying to get me to go to the regular greens one, but there's no windmills. It's just a bunch of lumps and sand. Did I ever tell you about my hole in yes, one back in 2000 yes. when I golfed there with Poppy? Yes. Yeah. I've heard a few times about it. Yes. A few hundred times. <laughs> so yeah, they're celebrating 25 years. Uh, you know, it's a fun thing to do on a day when you're not going to the parks or maybe you want to break from the parks. Um, it is hot though, because it's, you know, it's not covered. Um, it can get hot out there in the summer sun, but it's a, it's a nice time. A good way to spend an hour, hour and a half. Nice. All right. Um, there's a special on Shop Disney. It's buy a book, give a book. That's right. For every book you purchase on Shop Disney now through the end of the year, Disney will donate a book to First Book. Uh, well, you can check them out at firstbook.org. They are a nonprofit organization that provides new books and educational resources to educators who serve children in need. Very nice. All right. And we have a, well, we don't have a first look. Uh, The Disney Parks blog has a first look at the Avengers Campus merchandise. That's right. We've already seen the uh, spiders, the remote controlled spider bots. Uh, Those were released last year. Um, We also have backpacks for the spider bots. We've got spider uh, goggles, Spider-Man goggles. Well, authentic web shooters you can purchase. Uh, of course, the new new thing, of course, Funko Pops. Uh, they've shown what some of the T-shirts look like, what some of the pins look like. But I think the exciting thing is that uh, we all know that the Spider-Man ride, you're going to be riding it and shooting webs at villains. You're going to mm-hmm. be helping Spider-Man out. And the ride uses a technology that when you flick your arm like you're shooting webs, the webs are shot. Okay. Right. So there's no gun. You're using your arms. But you can actually purchase web shooters. They have multiple web shooters that will increase the way you play in the game and change the way you play in the game. So So if you're really hardcore, you can get these? 
That's right. They call them the web power bands, uh, and they unlock different powers on Web Slingers, a Spider-Man adventure. Very fun. So just another, you know, to go along with your magic band and mm-hmm. your pin lanyard and your bottle holder and, I don't know, your Disney fanny pack and uh, every other piece of accessories you can buy. Right. I'm going to buy three of them. I bet you are. Probably. When we get out there. Uh, The Toy Story Splash Zone on Disney Wish is featured on the Disney Parks blog. That's right. Just a nice little story about uh, the Toy Story Splash Zone, which is a water playground where Woody, Buzz, and some of the Toy Story gang have been reimagined as larger-than-life rubber bath toys uh, that move and spray. Um, This section of the ship is uh, inspired by the Pixar short Party Source Rex, uh, and it combines the Old West of Woody's Roundup with the intergalactic world of Buzz Lightyear. They have two toddler-sized slides and pop jets, geysers, and bubblers. Um, and then, of course, everyone in the family will enjoy Slidosaurus Rex, which is a double-looping water slide that will send guests down the drain uh, when the bathtub overflows. Um, also going to have a wading pool, a six-inch deep wading pool called Trixie's Falls with a small fountain and waterfall. And when you're there, you might as well stop by Wheezy's Freezies, which is a smoothie bar serving uh, refreshing fruit blends on the pool deck. Very nice. Yeah. That sounds fabulous. I would like a smoothie right now. I would too. I would like to be on a cruise right now. Wouldn't we all? Um, so the Muppets are very excited about uh, getting people to get their COVID shots. So they have uh, like a little ad out urging people. They do. It's an ad created by the Ad Council and the COVID Collaborative. It will air on ABC, ABC, ABC affiliates and social channels channels to encourage others to get the COVID shot. So as Peppy the Prawn says, give it a shot. <laughs> um, I watched it. It's cute. Yeah, it's a 26, you know, it's a 26 second commercial about getting your COVID shot and finding the information. Very good. In California, the courtyard in front of the Hyperion Theater is now a dining area for the Pim Test Kitchen. That's pretty much the whole story right there. They have removed all of the frozen theming because we know that the Hyperion Theater used to uh, air uh, a stage version of Frozen, um, but we know that it's not coming back, so they have now turned that into a dining area. Um, It does have lots of oversized things. You know, once again, Pim Test Kitchen is where... Things get big and small, and they've got like a giant size candy bar, and uh, it's just going to be a nice little place to eat your food. Very good. Goofy Sky School has been reopened. That's right. Over in Disney's California Adventure in uh, Paradise Gardens Park, Uh, Goofy's Sky School, which is a little roller coaster, has reopened. They are enforcing, well, not enforcing, but utilizing social distancing throughout um, and uh, they're reopened. So how exciting is that? Pretty exciting. Uh, also exciting, Goofy and Max are fishing at Pacific Wharf for a socially distant meet and greet. Yes, they are. They're fishing. Goofy has actually caught a fish oh and has a second line in the water. Uh, Max is with him too. Uh, you know, it's a little more than six feet. It's a, it's kind of a long way off. You it's can- almost more of like a viewing thing, wave. Like you're not going to really get... You're not going to get pictures. It's not really a meet. Yeah, you're not going to take a selfie with Max in the background because you're not really going to be able to see him. Right. But it's more or less. You stop. The kids wave. Exactly. All right. Uh, And while Disney World, we have a construction update. Uh, We do. I was one story (laughs) behind. Are you you sure? Here's the construction and refurb update. Uh, 
the final temporary supports have been removed from the Tron light cycle run. That had been reported a weeks ago, um, but now they're saying that this is the final temporary supports this beneath the canopy. This is the, the final canopy. final? This is the final final. Okay. Um, and uh, they are now working on the exterior canopy. All righty. Also, mm-hmm. more tracks have been laid and progress continues on the Walt Disney World Railroad, Yay. which has now been closed since December 31st of uh, 2019. Ooh. So we're approaching our second full year of mm-hmm. closure. Um, and the last story is that in the month of June, Big Thunder Mountain is going to undergo a refurb. Uh, it's going to be very short. It's going to be uh, it's going to take place between June 7th and June 12th. Yeah, so still, it's, it's disappointing if you're there during that it time. It is. It is. Uh, all right. The parking lot trams are going to reserve, resume service soon. How soon is soon? Um, it does not say. It just says they are likely to return soon, uh, along with the capacity increasing and the fact that they're seating parties together. Um, parking cast members have apparently been recalled, uh, and it is enough that they can bring the trams back in service from what they're saying. Yeah, well, I mean, if they're increasing capacity, you can't have people parking super far away and right. then make them walk. Right. you got to give them something. I mean, you um, can. But although you, you, it's, a, it's a nice way to work off that Mickey bar. I guess, but not when it's 96 degrees. That is true. Um, the In Epcot. The new popcorn kiosk has arrived in the World Celebration neighborhood. All right. We'll talk about Magic Bands later. We will, yeah. Um, but uh, as Cheryl mentioned, the World Celebration neighborhood um, has uh, seen the uh, placement of the new popcorn cart. I think we mentioned last week that the utilities had been uh, placed. Right. Um, and now the kiosk is there. It kind of goes in line. Uh, you can't really see much of it. You can kind of see the outline of the cart, but it looks like it very much falls in line with the donut box mm-hmm. uh, cart that was placed outside Test Track last year. Um, so it just kind of keeps in that general theming. Right. Uh, this location is kind of between the restrooms and what used to be Mouse Gears. Uh, dividers have been removed from Soren. I love this news, not because the dividers are down from Soren, like, you know, that's great, but just... I, I I keep looking for all the stories about where the plexiglass is being removed because I just want like five, you know, five attractions a day to be losing their plexiglass. Right. Well, the plexiglass dividers are still in place in the pre-show area. Okay. But the dividers have been removed from the uh, seats. seats. Yeah. So you can't stand next to people in a pre-show, but you can sit next to them in a seat. Well, you have to leave one seat between yourself and other parties now. Okay. And sometimes they'll make it a bigger gap depending upon the size of the party. Mm-hmm. So, but they're asking that you leave at least one seat. Well, that's going to be up to them because they tell you how many people per row and all that stuff. Right. So, right. That's got to be kind of more complicated for them. Yes, ma'am. The three caballeros have returned to El Rio de Tiempo. Yeah, it is. A, it's the Grand Fiesta tour. Oh. Well, did it used to be El... <laughs> it was El Rio del Tiempo, del Tiempo. I'll always be calling it that. Um, this is from Imagineer... Zach Ridley. Zach Ridley. He shared the return of the three Caballeros audio animatronic figures uh, yesterday. Uh, and he also provided a uh, behind-the-scenes look at what happened when they were off stage. <laughs> so... Did they get into a bunch of trouble? Uh, they, it involved they... Tijuana and the donkey, but that's that's about all I can say. Um, they were gone for almost four months, but it's exciting to see them uh, there. They've been released from prison. 
They have been. All right. Now, these characters have been in Walt Disney World since 2015. Before that, they spent 26 years at Tokyo Disneyland. Oh, that's kind of neat. So they are rather old animatron hmm. animatronics. Um, but they're back, and I look forward to seeing them next Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Uh, Space 220. Wait, what's Space 220? Space 220 is the new restaurant that's going in between Mission Space and uh, Test Track. Oh, when did they decide to do this? Um, this was scheduled to originally open in the winter of 2019. Yes, I think I'm funny because we were talking about this like it was really going to happen like a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, and now the news is that Space 220 has posted seven new job openings, which is, I don't know, kind of interesting because they haven't had any movement in quite a while. Well, I think about six months ago they posted the executive chef. chef. So yeah. like they're just being very slow. <laughs> so this is this is uh, run by the Patino Restaurant Group, which they have their act together in the other restaurants that they run on on. Uh, you know, the Epcot site. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're looking for, let's see, cashier, host, server, bartender, busser, food runner, and cook. I would be hesitant to even apply for one of these because they you never don't, know when it's going to start. Right. They don't do anything with right. it. It's like you apply and then. Well, it's funny because they said they were seven postings, but obviously there's going to be more, more than, than one, one busser. Right. And right. more than one food runner. Right. Uh, so, it, you know, maybe they are staffing up, uh, hopefully. <laughs> All right, now we're going to swing back to the one I missed. Oh, you missed one? I did. Uh, Magic Band pricing has increased by $5 across all levels, and that's on the Shop Disney site. As well as at Walt Disney World. Okay. Um, Yeah, so Magic Bands have three levels of pricing, and these are not the ones you purchase before your trip through My Disney Experience. As far as we know, those prices have stayed the same, Right. These are, yes. These are, if you go into the stores or you go into Shop Disney, uh, they have coral, bronze, and amethyst. The coral are now nineteen ninety nine. The bronze level are twenty nine ninety nine, and the amethyst are thirty four ninety nine. That is a five dollar price increase for each one of them. Okay, and if it's not clear, that doesn't mean that's the color of the bands. That's just like the pricing codes that. They well, it's use. the it's the color of the pricing sticker on it. Right. Okay. Uh, we can go over now to Hollywood Studios, where um, sadly Rise of the Resistance was closed all day today. Today's Thursday. Yeah, they actually released the seven o'clock uh, boarding groups. Uh, people were very excited. I actually saw a posting where the person got group one, and then they were notified that the uh, attraction is unavailable today and will not be able to board any recruits. Such a bummer. Like so, you think they could have figured that out. A like, little at, bit. At, like at six fifty eight, right? Right, yeah. Well, the one o'clock um, release did have uh, that message there and did not let people sign right. in at one o'clock, right? To get a boarding group, so you know you're lucky enough to get one. You you can only hope that those people were compensated with some type of a uh, some type of a fast pass entitlement, right? All right. Um, in resort news, the monorail station at the Polynesian. How's that coming along? That is coming along. There are several large cranes uh, on site right now in action. Uh, there's some scaffolding on the ends of the uh, station, um, but they are they are heavily. Uh, it's very scaffolded. Scaffolding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, looks like a lot of the concrete for the platform is laid, um, but looks like they're doing some roof work right now. Uh, and, uh, yeah, they're doing work on the concrete pillars, uh, that support the roof frame. Okay. So it looks like a nice little metal roof and it uh, seems to be connected to the, uh, grand ceremonial house now. Well, that's good news. Yeah. 
Now let's talk about what I'm really interested in. A new ice cream restaurant is uh, coming soon to the boardwalk. That's right. Boardwalk Ice Cream Parlor at Disney's Boardwalk Inn. It's not open yet, but they did release uh, the full menu. And that menu was inspired by Beaches and Cream Soda Shop. Uh, so they have, uh, as far as flavors go, vanilla, chocolate, strawberry, butter, pecan, cookies and cream, mint chocolate chip, rainbow sherbet, uh, coffee, and no sugar added chocolate vanilla swirl. Uh, the classic wave two scoop cup is five forty nine, um, and then they have uh, let's see, ride the wave Sunday for five ninety nine, surfs up Sunday for six ninety nine. That's three scoops of ice cream uh, with one topping. Shoreside Sunday three scoops with hot fudge, marshmallow, and Snickers bar pieces. Do they have a No Way Jose over there? Uh, I do not see a No Way Jose. Well, I don't see how it's really inspired then. Or a kitchen sink. Um, they have a Bayside Brownie a la mode. It looks like their most expensive offering is the Shoreside Sunday or the Thundering Surf Peanut Butter and Chocolate Sunday. Uh, both of those come in at $7.49. Um, they will be open from 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. on weekdays and from noon to 10 p.m. on weekends. Uh, they're in the site that used to be the Ample Hills Creamery. Okay. Good. So getting use of all those freezers. Absolutely. You know what? There's just not enough ice cream places around, and um, Beaches and Cream is always packed, and they yeah. don't have a walk-up window right now. Right. So uh, definitely a good thing. Even with a walk-up window, it would still be nice to have another um, really nice ice cream. And place. we're headed for Beaches and Cream next week, are we not? We do. We have an 11 a.m. reservation, so we'll see how that goes. It's never too early for ice cream. Uh, yeah, I guess. And plus, I think, um, so we're going next week. And the weather is going to be very hot for, for May. Um, well, I mean, it's almost June, but still, uh, we're looking at, what, 86 the day we get there and then rising all the way to 98 on the day that we leave. So it's it's going to be... It's going to be warm, so I have a feeling we're going to be starting our day at 6 a.m. and we'll be by the pool by 11. So. Or at Beaches and Cream by 11. Exactly. See, it's never too early for ice there cream. There you go. All right. Um, a Over at the Grand Floridian, they are taking some of the rooms there, one building in, um, in particular, the uh, Big Pine Key building, and they're going to be turning it into vacation club villas. Yes, they are. That Big Pine Key building is the building that is um, when you walk out of the main building at the Grand Floridian, uh, it is on your right, right along the water. And if you went more to the right, you'd be going over to the pool section. So it, it does not have a view of the Magic Kingdom. It kind of looks over at the poly. That's the same side where you would find the current DVC for... Correct. Okay. Correct. For the Grand Floridian. So they are taking all of the standard hotel rooms out of there and turning them into deluxe studios. I think that's great. Um, Tony wasn't so sure, you know, taking away regular hotel rooms, you know, for DVC. But I don't. I have a feeling that these DVC rooms or the number of them uh, is not going to be available really uh, at DVC like release time for DVC members. You know, they always hold some back for regular paying customers. Um, and I have a feeling that that's a lot of what this is going to be because I, I mean, you've seen as a travel agent, um, people want those villas. They want, yep. you know, they want that. So if people are willing to pay for it, I'm sure that they're just, you know, stacking a few extra on there. Yeah. This will end up tripling uh, vacation club offerings at the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. They currently have 100 uh, Disney vacation villas that range from studios to grand villas. Now, the nice thing about these new deluxe studios 
Uh, they will be larger than the current studios at the Grand Floridian because, remember, these are existing standard-sized hotel rooms. These new studios will be 447 square feet as compared to the 374 square feet of the studios that already exist. So what do you think they're doing? I mean, that's not one room. The regular rooms aren't 400 square feet. Maybe they are. I don't think so. Maybe they're putting two. Maybe they're making them a little bigger. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Okay. Let's see. Where are we? Uh, let's move to entertainment news. Um, you have some news about Hocus Pocus 2. That's right. It was released today on National Streaming Service. National Streaming Day. Today's the day we celebrate streaming services. The like show Disney was Plus. released? Uh, the, the, a bunch of announcements came oh, out today. Oh, an announcement was yes, released. Yes, um, There was a press release today that uh, Hocus Pocus 2, uh, starring Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy Najimny, uh, as the Sanderson sisters would be uh, is actually going to happen. They've confirmed it, and it is going to uh, debut on Disney Plus in 2022. Very cool. Yeah, uh, Disney's Cruella just had the their big premiere. What yesterday? Yes, ma'am. And it's the first one since the pandemic began. It is. Um, this took place. Of course, it doesn't say where it took place. Oh, the El Capitan Theater, of okay. course, which Disney owns. Yep. Uh, in Los Angeles. Um, it was a red carpet event, but it was only basically comprised of Disney crew. Mm -hmm. So a lot of red carpet events, you have like Entertainment Tonight and right, all right, these right. shows that are there. Um, well, Disney worked the red carpet. They had a very select number of photographers. Um, Emma Stone was there as well as some of the other stars. However, the British stars like Joel Fry and Emma Thompson, who of course plays the, I guess, you know, the villain, uh, they're British. They couldn't travel to the U.S., so they were absent. Um, social distancing happened inside of the theater. So, uh, you know, it, it's, it's kind of a weird time. Um, cinemas around the country are, and theaters are reopening. Right now, about 65% of the theaters are accepting limited sized audiences. I don't think any theaters are back to 100% capacity. Okay. And uh, Cruella opens on May 28th, along with A Quiet Place Part 2. And that will be the first time since uh, March of 2020 that there have been two blockbusters released in the same week, or projected blockbusters released in the same week. And this is the first Disney movie I think we've seen at Cinemark, right? In a while, yes. Like since the pandemic began. Yes. It is. Last we one saw, we saw there was Onward. Which was right before. like Which was in the theaters for about before. three days. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, oh, my goodness. I'm getting tired here. We're almost done. We're in the home stretch. Oh, okay. We're on to Universal. Uh, multiple parties are now sharing compartments on Hogwarts Express. That's right. Uh, because, you know, they did reduce social distancing from six feet to three feet. And there's now less distancing on attractions. So now they are uh, seating more than one party in each compartment on Hogwarts Express. Hogwarts Express, of course, travels between uh, Universal's Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios. Very good. The Adventure Hotel is going to be reopening on June 16th. That's right. Uh, that's the whole story right there. They've been closed. It's been an extended closer, closure due to COVID. It originally opened in June of 2020, but then closed on August 21st. Uh, not even you know, two and a half months later. Um, but reservations are now open for stays beginning June 16th. All right. Speaking of extended closures uh, in Beijing, they are finally 
uh, going to be reopening. Uh, they're starting that reopening uh, by having a cast member soft opening. Well, I apologize to you, uh, but this is actually their grand opening. They have never opened before, so oh. they, they've been closed forever. Oh, okay. Uh, yes, so it will be a big reopening. <laughs> um, the major construction was completed back in December. Uh, they have not officially announced an opening date, but uh, somebody from Universal uh, has stated that they are doing a soft opening with team members this week and that they will open on June 1st. I was very confused. I, yes. I guess this is part of Universal Stories. I thought it was international Disney stuff. Oh, no. It is uh, Universal Stories. Gotcha. All right. So and now we're done with Universal that's Stories. That's Universal Beijing. Yes. Okay. Um, and then our last story is about the mask mandate in Orange County, Florida. We have an update. We do. Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings has stated that the indoor mask mandate will stay in place. Uh, some had thought that the mandate would be removed because they are now down to a reported average of 4.4%. Um, however, they've kind of spiked a little bit to a new positivity rate of 5.2%. Um, so uh, that is where we are. Uh, still leaving masks off on the outside or outdoors, uh, but keeping them on inside. And I think that is a very prudent move. Good. All right. All right. That's the news. You have any words? I do not. Final thoughts? We'll be traveling next week. Uh, we'll probably try to squeeze a show or two in. No. No, we won't. No, we won't. We never do. You always say this. It's never happening. We'll be back with a show released on. We won't be able to do. When, we might do Wednesday night. You'll probably get a show Thursday. Thursday. Maybe we'll go live on do Facebook. Do we usually do a Wednesday night show? We, no, we do a Thursday, Thursday, Tuesday, and Thursday. We do Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. We record. We release right. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So it'll probably come out Friday. Or Thursday. You know no, you probably not. All right. Well, have a good week, everybody. <laughs> and until we talk to you next time, whenever that is, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.